everyone, grab a cup of coffee, grab a little uh, bacon and egg sandwich, a little mimosa if you're so inclined. It's D-Beck's Fantasy Food Football Podcast, and we are broadcasting live on game day, Sunday, October 25th. So week seven here in Big Don's Fantasy Football League, and like I talked about here in the week six recap, fun thing about the league this year is we are now, this is the halfway point of the fantasy football season, regular season. How amazing is that? That all the turmoil, all the confusion, all the up and down, we are already almost halfway through the fantasy football season. Week number seven, and with so many teams being so close, like I said last week, the last place team is only three games out of first place. All teams still have a shot. I mean, you're looking at a possible possible scenario where you could be seven and seven and and, and get into the playoffs I think eight and six is kind of what you're going for uh looking at the numbers I think eight and six this season gets you in so even if Ian takes the loss drops to one and six this week I think he's still got a shot he'd have to win out of course to make it but it's possible so I think uh every team's still with an opportunity to make the playoffs so our first matchup is the Roseville Steam against the aptly named Jolar University. Oh man, a little trolling there. So Eric Wilson, I noticed, picked up Giovanni Bernard as his new running back. And I feel like he only picked him up not because Joe Mixon is out for this game, because he looks like Eric Wilson. Now if you click on Giovanni Bernard, the mustachioed Giovanni Bernard, an incredibly handsome gentleman, um, very much looks like Eric Wilson. You squint your eyes, you can see some BZ. And um, I think that's probably why I picked up Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard. But I digress. So the steam, I thought I was going to have my guy, wide receiver Michael Thomas, finally make his debut. Well, I guess the second game. He technically played in week one, but left due to injury. No Michael Thomas. Um, out again. Uh, my backup situation was going to be wide receiver Jameson Crowder. He is out. Got a couple guys on buys, other wide receivers, Justin Jefferson and Marquise Brown. So basically, I have four wide receivers who I'm not able to play. Had to make a move. Um, I would Michael Thomas and picked up Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson. He's going to get the start. He looked really good um, when he was healthy, but left back-to-back games early, banged up with injuries. And now with the wide receiver position, with Claypool emerging... Washington, Johnson, uh, Schuster. I'm really rolling the dice and hoping for an end zone visit. Um, I'm a bit naive to think that Deontay Johnson is going to get over 100 yards, but I think his opportunities are there to get a touchdown against a Tennessee Titans uh, secondary that was ravaged last week by the Houston Texans. Um, Other spots, pretty easy for me. Calvin Ridley and DJ Chark and uh, Josh Allen expect him to have a really nice game here against the Jets. Josh Jacobs, he could struggle in this one. Uh, that Raiders offensive line that had to be quarantined, the entire offensive line, and they will also be without right tackle Trent Brown on the COVID list. Um, so that could be tough here. They, we could look at a Raider team playing with an incredibly uh, banged up offensive line. And uh, Noah Fant, he's missed the last two games due to injury, but I expect him to look good here against the Chiefs. And Antonio Gibson with a plus matchup here against the Dallas Cowboys. For Eric, Kyler Murray had a monster game last week, and I expect the same against a not-very-good Seattle Seahawks defense. That's the Sunday night game. Cooper Cup, um, 
Who knows for Cooper Cup, but, you know, he is a receiver on the Rams. That's about all I can say for him this year. Kenny Galladay should have a really nice game here against an Atlanta Falcons secondary that's not very good. My hope is that the Lions just get, they get up early and they just run the ball a lot. Uh, Mike Williams, I like him in this one. I think that's a good play against Jacksonville. He's a big red zone target there. David Montgomery, kind of like Cooper Cup. He's a running back who plays for the Bears. James Robinson. James Robinson's had a, as he said, he's had a hell of a season. Uh, been getting into the end zone and not just touchdown dependent. He's been putting up good yardage as well. And Jared Cook, pretty touchdown dependent, I'm going to say here against the Carolina Panthers. Giovanni Bernard, this is going to be an interesting flex play for Eric. Uh, running back Giovanni Bernard. feel like he uh, definitely has the opportunity here. I don't think Cleveland's that great defensively. So we could have a nice game here. Pretty close. Uh, the Yahoo projections have it at 108 to 106. Um, let me take myself in this one. I'm going to take the Roseville steam. Let's take the steam. Uh, let's take him 110-100. I did talk to Eric Wilson on the phone the other day, and he told me not to take him. And so I'm not going to take him. I'm going to take myself. Seems to have better luck when I don't pick him to win. So let's take the steam 110-106. Our next matchup is the Mahadin versus the, uh, the Roto Studs. So the Studs come in projected to win. Uh, Muhadin had Travis Fulgham play on Thursday night. He had 73 yards receiving. The Studs had Deontay Freeman play on Thursday night, and that was a bit of a goose. He left due to injury, only had eight rushing yards. Even with the um, basic, basically goose egg from, Deon, uh, from Devontae Freeman, the Studs are still projected to win by a fairly healthy margin. Um... Cam Newton against the Niners. I don't expect huge things. I think the Niners play him tough here in this one. His receivers, McLaurin, Allen, Cooks, all guys with uh, ample opportunity. Uh, all pretty much number one targets. I guess for Cooks, kind of a number two there in Houston. But I could see him having big games. Derrick Henry has been an absolute monster rushing the football here in the last few weeks. I expect him to have a good one. And Daryl Henderson. So interesting here. Daryl Henderson is not on the injury report. But he was a little banged up this week. So, you know, is that going to hinder his ability this week if he gets a little vultured here by either Malcolm Brown or uh, Cam Aker. Greg, uh, George Kittle, I'm sorry. George Kittle, let's have, he's going to have a big game here, no doubt about it. He's just been a monster this season. Over there for Don, his best player, Young Hoo I uh, expect him to have a nice game here against the Detroit Lions. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Hilaire, I don't know as of uh, post-time if Le'Veon Bell is going to suit up. Even if he does, expect him only to get five to six touches. I think Edwards-Hilaire is a nice game. Uh, DJ Moore makes it into the starting lineup for Don last week. He had a really good game last week. Christian Kirk, I'm not going to expect the same production of Christian Kirk that we got last week. But he got to get into the end zone. Matty Ice against the Lions. Yeah, kind of a push. We see what happens there. I think Tristan definitely has, um, well, Aaron Jones too. Aaron Jones listed as questionable. Let's take a look here at the injury report. I haven't looked at that. Looks like he should be good to go. Um, but we'll remain to see if he's a little banged up here if it's uh if it's gonna hinder him this week i think Tristan you know definitely has the advantage i really like derrick henry this week uh george kittle but i'll take donnie this week i'll take donnie in a little bit of an upset uh let's take it 113 97 all right the flakes against cobra kai so the cobra kai coming in four and two alex three and three had a nice game there uh last week so starting on the thursday night game alex gets eight and a half points from the eagles defense so not bad we'll take it uh, I think you would have expected a little, maybe a little bit more against Giants, but, but not bad for the defense. 
Uh, Tom Brady against Las Vegas. I, I think he has a nice game here in this one. Interesting that Mike Evans, always going with Mike Evans in the flex. Okay. So Beckham, Fuller, and Claypool, pretty good triumvirate there of wide receivers. And Ezekiel Elliott, I think, definitely has something to prove after the really tough game last week. I also think it's a possibility that Dallas gets up on Washington early and often, and that's going to equate to a lot more opportunities for Ezekiel Elliott. I think James Conner has a nice game here against the Titans D as well. And Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is actually one of the one of the few players, I think, in fantasy football that is absolutely matchup-proof. He's just so talented, has such a nose for the end zone, that I think Kelsey gets into the end zone, gets a touch here. Mike Evans has been so touchdown-dependent. Don't love Mike Evans this year, um, but I could definitely see him uh, uh, limping into the end zone against the Raiders. For the Cobra Kai, Tannehill had a monster game last week. I don't expect the same kind of numbers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Tyreek Hill is a nice game. Debo Samuel, I don't love this week. You know, he scored a touchdown on a gadget play last week. You're not going to expect that every week. DK Metcalf has been one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football. Probably the most um, up-and-coming receiver, really, in the league. Melvin Gordon did not play last week and uh, should be fresh and ready to go against the Chiefs. Frank Gore, a tough start. Due to bye weeks, uh, having to start Frank Gore, not ideal. Same with Tyler Higby, who is... Um, he did have that one three-touchdown game, but other than that, hasn't done much. Keelan Cole, uh, you never know there with Jacksonville. I mean, he had a decent game last week, but I think, you know, with Cole, with Chark, and with uh, LaVisca Schindel, that it's just kind of hard to really gauge um, who's going to come out on top. I think Alex wins this week. I got I to gotta take it as my lock of the week. I think his, his, his roster, just more talented, um, just from position to position. I think he wins this one against, against uh, Beeler. Um, Fairly easily, I'm going to take it uh, 115 to 80. Next matchup is the Folsom Fitz against You're Just Mashing It. The Fitz come in at 4-2. and two. You're Just Mashing It as at 4-2 and two as well. Justin Herbert, a nice bi-week quarterback play for Travis. Uh, 16 points projected against Jacksonville. Should have a nice game here. Devontae Adams looks healthy and ready to go. Should have a nice matchup against Houston. Uh, and that was a team that was torched by Tannehill last week. Stephon Diggs. So, a little bit of the doghouse there in Buffalo as, at, towards the end of that game, uh, that loss for the Buffalo Bills started to kind of very casually make his way um, to, the, uh, to the huddle there towards the end of that game. And that might put him in the doghouse a little bit, so we'll see if the targets go his way. Tyler Lockett, um, even though DK Metcalf has kind of supplanted him as the number one receiver in Seattle, definitely can see him getting a long touchdown here. Todd Gurley has been very surprisingly good. And so is Chris Carson. I mean, Chris Carson... One of those guys, very underrated. I had him last year, but I don't think we, we were expecting quite the production that we're getting from him. Tanyan, a little banged up, had kind of a surprisingly tough week last week. I thought he was a pretty good-looking tight end play going into last week. And T. Higgins, he's a, he's a wide receiver for the Bengals. You're just mashing it. Russell Wilson against the Arizona Cardinals. I think Wilson has a really good game in this one. I think we're looking for a shootout here. It should be a fun game to watch tonight. DeAndre Hopkins listed as questionable. Uh, let's see if he's able to suit up and go against Seattle. If he does, I think he has a big game. Allen Robinson has been very good this season, a very underrated wide receiver. Chris Godwin, I like Chris Godwin this week. I think he's kind of been a bust so far. Probably the biggest wide receiver bust outside of Michael Thomas this season um, has been Chris Godwin. You know, he was a high pick. I, I would have to look it up, but I would assume he was at least like a, a third-round draft pick. Uh, Mike Davis... As long as Christian McCaffrey continues not to play, Mike Davis has been the waiver wire pickup of the season. No doubt about it. He's just been so good. Ronald Jones, too. 
they've really gone away from that running back by committee uh, approach. And it has been Ronald Jones's backfield for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's been absolutely fantastic. Darren Waller, um, you know, it's going to kind of depend on that offensive line. I'm kind of looking at the same thing with Josh Jacobs. If that Raiders offensive line is banged up, it could be a tough week for Jacobs, for Darren Waller, for Henry Ruggs, and the like. Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, I like him in the flex. I think Kansas City's secondary is not that great, and I can see Jerry Judy having a pretty good game here. Pretty close matchup. Um, I'm going to take... Hmm. Very close. This is a tough one. Oh, boy. Running back's pretty even. Wide receiver's... Let's take Travis in this one. Um, we'll take Travis in this one. We'll take it 110-107. I just think Devontae Adams has a big game. Um, Gurley and Carson as well. And I just I think it kind of hinges on how healthy is DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, we'll take Travis. So our last matchup is the seller dweller against the new guy. So <clears throat> no bones about it. Ian Sullivan needs a win. He comes in 1-5. Was a tough luck loser last week. And that's the way fantasy football goes. You know, you can score 130 points. You can still lose a matchup. Deshaun Watson, expect him to have a nice game. Um, A.J. Brown was a little banged up, but it uh, looks like he's healthy and ready to go. Tyler Boyd is a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Kenyon Drake, I don't know if we're going to get the same production that we got from last week. I mean, you're not going to expect a 65-yard touchdown in garbage time, but I like Kenyon Drake. I've liked him all season long. I think he has a good game here. Now, Jerick McKinnon... It was just announced that Raheem Mostert has been placed on injured reserve, so was going to miss at least three weeks. So I think that Jarek McKinnon definitely going to be the beneficiary of that. We're going to see what happens. You know, were you too hasty to pick up Jermichael? Uh, hasty. You know, what's going to happen with Jeff Wilson Jr.? Uh, so it's still going to be kind of be interesting to see what the 49ers do at the running back position. But I think that's definitely going to, uh, to help out McKinnon not having Mostert for sure. So some Thursday night um, things happening already. So Josh Elliott only with four points. And then for the new guy, Evan Ingram only has four points. And Golden Tate, Golden Tate gets a touchdown, but uh, his yardage was pretty low. So nice little game there. Projected score 3.75 points, and Golden Tate gets the touchdown. So he gets 10 points in this one. Now, the new guy is projected to win, but it's close, 102 to 96. I think Mahomes is pretty good here against Denver. Amari Cooper looked like his connection with Andy Dalton was not there, but then he got some nice garbage time points towards the end of that game. Julio Jones, I thought he was banged up, but Julio Jones looked absolutely fantastic last week. Call him Tulio. Tulio Jones with his two touchdowns. Jarvis Landry, I don't love. Um, you know, and the new guys made, you know, plays that I, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily agree with, but they've actually worked out. You know, you look at Golden Tate, he got that touchdown last week, so he knows what he's doing. Kareem Hunt, not a great game last year, but as long as Nick Chubb is not able to play, I think Kareem Hunt is, is still able to put up numbers. I don't like Rex Burkhead against the Niners. Um, you know, I, I feel like if it's... I think the running backs to have here really are Damian Harris or James White. Um, I feel like if they're coming from behind, it's going to be James White. If they're up, it's going to be Damian Harris. I think Rex Burkhead kind of lost somewhere in the middle, especially with Cam Newton back. But, you know, like I said... The new guy has, uh, he's pushed the right buttons uh, at times when I didn't think necessarily there were the ones to push, and he, he's done well. Um, so, pretty close matchup here. I, I'm going to take Ian. I think Ian is better than his numbers would suggest, and you got to remember, too, that he will be returning running back Christian McCaffrey here pretty soon. 
um, in the next week or so. So that's really going to be helping him moving forward and could give him a little uh, a little push towards the playoffs. Ian needs it, and Ian wins it 107 to 103. All right, so that was the Week 7 preview here in Big Don's Fantasy Football League. Happy games, happy Sunday, and like, I, like I've said before, I'll say it once, I'll say it a thousand times. This is Dave Beck signing off, saying good luck and good fantasy football, and we'll see you next time.